Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Tuesday, October 13th, 2020. Hello everyone, this is Shannon and I am back with you once again to talk about a ton of really, really exciting book releases. This is of course my favorite day of the week because it's Tuesday and books come out every Tuesday and that is the best. So before we get started, let's do the usual housekeeping information. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can always post just on the Book Bistro timeline. Some of you have done that. I'm always so happy to see when you've published posts there. You can join our Facebook listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can keep an eye on some of what we're reading. We usually update you each Wednesday with a look at our current reads. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. And now let's talk about books. So the first group of books I'm going to mention are books that we've talked about before on our Most Anticipated Books of October episode. So if you want more information on any of those, definitely refer back to that episode and you can hear what we think. So first up is A Stitch in Time, A Stitch in Time, book one by Kelly Armstrong. This is a new series from her. Sarah was super excited about it. I am as well as Stacy and Natalia and Brooke. Um, Kelly Armstrong is just a super great author, so we will definitely be picking this one up. Brooke talked about Silent Bite, Andy Carpenter, number 22, by David Rosenfeld. She is looking forward to that one. And I join her in anticipating the release of Invisible Girl by Lisa Jewell, a British psychological thriller. Natalia talked about Goodnight Beautiful by Amy Malloy, and a bunch of us were pretty captivated by that synopsis. So this is one that we are definitely going to be picking up because it looks amazing. And Kristen has a couple of books that she's looking forward to. Um, the Emperor's Wolves, which looks to be a spin-off series of her of Michelle Sagara's Elantra series. So this is the Emperor's Wolves, Wolves of Elantra, book one. And this is um, an author that has been on my radar for a while, but I have yet to read any of her stuff. Hopefully, I will remedy that soon. And Kristen is also looking forward to Beyond the Ruby Veil, which is the first book in a series with the same title by Mara Fitzgerald. So those are a group of books that we have mentioned to you previously. And now I'm going to move along to some books that we haven't talked about before. 
And I'm going to start with my very favorite author, Yasmin Gallinorn, is releasing the 14th book in her Wild Hunt series this week. This is Witching Time. It is an anti-fay adventure, so a raven book, which makes me so happy because I really love raven. She's one of my favorite characters that Yasmin has created. So if you haven't read this series, I strongly encourage you to do so. The first book is The Silver Stag, The Wild Hunt, book one. And it was put out as an audiobook um, at the end of August. So if you wanted an audio, you can get it, or you can get them all as ebooks. And this one is Witching Time, The Wild Hunt, book 14 by Yasmin Gallinorn. And I'm continuing here with the urban fantasy and high fantasy. So I want to talk about Dead Witch. This is Valentina Sands, book one, and it's by Fatima Bader. And this is about a woman who goes by the name of Valentina Sands, but apparently that is not her actual name. And the person who's known by that name like doesn't really exist. So this is a woman who is keeping her identity under wraps and risks discovery when a murder occurs. So I definitely want to check it out. I'm always on the lookout for new urban fantasy. This one is Dead Witch, Valentina Sands, book one, and it's by Fatima Bader. Then we have a new series by Rebecca Roanhorse. This is Black Sun, Between Earth and Sky, book one. And a lot of people fell in love with Rebecca Roanhorse when she wrote her um, Sixth World series. But this is a new series, and it combines political intrigue, celestial prophecies, and forbidden magic. And all of those things seem super, super great. It takes place in a land that is reminiscent of North America before Columbus came and colonized it. And it just looks super, super fun and magical. So this one is Black Sun. And it's Between Earth and Sky, book one, by Rebecca Roanhorse. We also have a new book by author C.L. Polk, who I really fell in love with a couple of years ago when her debut novel, Witchmark, came out. And that is part of a series called The Kingston Cycle, which is phenomenal LBGT-themed steampunk esque fantasy set in like an alternate England, Edwardian England. It was just so, so fantastic. I hope that that series continues, but this one is a standalone. So I'm pretty excited to see what Polk does with a new world. So this is The Midnight Bargain, and it is by C.L. Polk. I know that Nika is pretty excited because she also loves this author. Then... I'm going to move away from fantasy and talk a little bit about some historical fiction and some romance, starting with a family saga. This is How to Make a Life, and it is by Florence Rice Kraut. It is the story of a Ukrainian family who immigrates to the U.S. in 1905, and in a lot of ways, this is the start of the American dream, but we also see that this family goes through quite a bit of turmoil. We deal with broken love affairs and mental illness, just a bunch of family discord. I'm really looking forward to this because family sagas, I feel like, are just so rich and evocative when they're done well. So I am looking forward to giving this a try. It is How to Make a Life, and it is by Florence Rice Kraut. 
We then have Return to Virgin River by Robin Carr. This is the 22nd installment in her Virgin River series. This is not a series that I have personally read, but I know that Stacy has enjoyed some Robin Carr in the past. That kind of delightful small town romance that can be so fun and comforting. Um, I also know that Robin Carr's books have been at least talked about um, I think we mentioned them in our like book to screen adaptation um, as something that they're doing on Netflix. So this is Return to Virgin River, Virgin River, book 22 by Robin Carr. We then have The Lost Love Song by Minnie Dark, and this is one that I'm super excited about. It is perfect for fans of David Nichols and Jojo Moyes. And I want to caution you, if the only book that you associate with Jojo Moyes is Me Before You, definitely look again at some of her stuff because she has written some really remarkable stuff that I fell in love with um, that isn't at all like the controversy of Me Before You. But anyway, this is The Lost Love Song by Minnie Dark, and it is the story of a couple who fall deeply in love. One of them is a musician and composes a love song for their partner, and then tragedy tears them apart. This looks right up my alley. I need to read it like right now. And again, it's The Lost Love Song by Minnie Dark. So let's now talk about some mysteries, because mysteries make me happy. First up, we have a historical mystery. This is A Resolution at Midnight. Lady Dunbridge, book three by Shelley Noble. These are historicals kind of in the vein of um, Deanna Rayborn or Anna Lee Huber, maybe Tasha Alexander. Um, so romance with a little bit of, I'm sorry, mystery with a little bit of romance kind of woven through, but definitely a big emphasis on the sense of place and time. Um, you know, mystery kind of before there was technology and all the great sleuthing tools <clears throat> that we read about in modern, uh, modern mystery novels. So this one is A Resolution at Midnight, Lady Dunbridge, book three by Shelley Noble. And of course, now we're going to talk about a bunch of modern mysteries, which are my personal favorite. This one is Absolution. And it's by Regina Butner. It's about a woman who has hidden the fact that she was sexually assaulted for years. And now her husband has learned the truth. And not only was she sexually assaulted, but apparently a pregnancy resulted. And this is also something that she's kept a secret. Now that he has learned the truth, her life has been turned upside down. And she kind of has to put the pieces back together and also... I guess, come to terms with what actually happened to her child. So this one is Absolution, and it is by Regina Butner. We also have one that makes me really happy, kind of that like vengeful, vigilante part of my soul um, is really delighted by this book. This is They Never Learn, and it's by Lane Fargo. Her debut, Temper, came out last year and I didn't love it even though I really wanted to but this one looks super cool it is about two women who set out to give and I'm putting this in quotes bad men what they deserve yep I am totally here for this it's they never learn by Lane Fargo 
We also have You'll Never Know by Sophia Prentice. This is out um, in ebook and print this week and will be out in audio as of November 10th. It's the story of a woman who, after the death of one of her daughter's classmates, is forced to face for the first time some secrets and some long unanswered questions from her own past. And as she tries to figure out what happened to her daughter's classmate, she's also kind of working on the secrets that she's hidden for so long. So this is You'll Never Know, and it's by Sophia Prentice. Now, let's talk about young adult. There is so much delightful young adult fiction, contemporary fiction, young adult thrillers, young adult fantasy. This is just like a great time, at least in the book world, to be a teenager. And I'm 40 years old and I read a ton of YA fiction these days because it's just so, so rich in so many ways. So first up, we have Charming as a Verb by Ben Philippe. And this is a rom-com kind of along the lines of Nicola Yoon and Jenny Han about, it's kind of like an enemies to lovers rom-com set in high school it looks very funny um, with kind of some sweet, intense parts thrown in. If you're looking for a good young adult romance, you might want to check it out. It's Charming as a Verb by Ben Philippe. We then have You Know I'm No Good by Jesse Ann Foley. And it is about a young woman named Mia. She is what people call an out-of-control teen. Um, her parents have kind of shaken their heads, given up, and she has now been sent to a therapeutic girls' boarding school in the middle of nowhere. This does not seem like a good thing, but it does seem like the perfect setting for a creepy book. I'm really excited about this. It is You Know I'm No Good, and it's by Jessie Ann Foley. Then we have some young adult fantasy here. And this one is one that um, finishes off a trilogy. In 2018, Claire Legrand wrote Furyborn, which told the story of two women separated by centuries in a like fantastical universe and Lightbringer. Imperium Trilogy, book three, brings that story to its finale. Check it out. Rebecca Kim Wells is releasing the sequel to her Shatter the Sky, which came out last year. This one is Storm the Earth. I have not read this yet. Um, it's been on my TBR pile for a long time. It looks like this really cool blend of science fiction and fantasy created for the teen market and it just looks amazing. So again, this is Storm the Earth, Shatter the Sky, book two by Rebecca Kim Wells. And last up, we have a bit of dystopian fiction. This is Daughters of Jubilation, and it is by Kara Lee Corthran. And this is kind of, if you think of like The Handmaid's Tale for teens, and it's a story of first love 
and teenagers standing up for what they think is right, battling racism, and then you just add a little bit of magic, and that is Daughters of Jubilation. This is one that I've heard such positive things about. I cannot wait to give it a try. It's Daughters of Jubilation, and it's by Kara Lee Corthran. And that is it for me this week. There are so many fantastic things to read. I'm really excited, and I hope that I have told you about some things that have whetted your appetite just as much. If not, there were plenty of books that came out last week, so I'm sure that you have lots and lots of great books to read. If you would like to let us know your thoughts... You can do that by leaving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform you use to access the show. And not only does it allow us to see your feedback, but it also helps other book lovers to find us, which is a great thing. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with more bookish fabulousness. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more discussion of great books. Take care, everybody.